Party Champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm Shardy Champagne. Where we drink and lift each other up. I'm Shardy Champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. WLLE.net, The Beat of the City, and Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello, recorded and mixed by The Quakes, and written by me. For this week's episode, I have a very special guest. Natalie Teichman is the co-owner and founder of Let's Get Tuned, a movement dedicated to wellness through sound, yoga, and meditation. Natalie, a teacher and lifelong learner, has studied yoga for the past 15 years, evolving her practice to encompass the more nuanced meditative aspects of healing. Her style is rooted in tradition, education, and experience with a lighthearted and accessible approach. In addition to teaching yoga and meditation, Natalie is a school teacher who has taught kindergarten through high school and worked in schools all over the world, including France, Spain, Venezuela, and Australia. She has an MED with a concentration in mindfulness and is a curriculum writer. Natalie is passionate about sharing knowledge of yoga and sacred sound to people of all ages. Her offerings include sound healing trainings, yoga courses and class, private sessions, and more. I have to give her a special introduction. Please help me welcome Natalie Teichman. (laughs) Hey, Natalie. Thank you. I'm doing so well, and I'm even better now that I'm speaking with you. You just have a, such beautiful, lighthearted energy. So thank you so much for having me today. Oh, my goodness. What a joy to have you on this special episode of the Sade Champagne Show that is dedicated just to you and all that you do. And so you and I got connected on social media through our mutual friend and who's also the co-founder and your business partner of Let's Get Tuned, John. And so it was so cool being able to just find out more about you and seeing your social media. And I was like, I want to get connected to her. And it's just been wonderful. And I knew that I wanted to have you on a very special episode of the Sade Champagne Show. Yeah, I really love how we connected, and it was such a beautiful, authentic way because you you and I would just leave comments on each other's photos, and it felt like we already knew each other in person for so long, mm-hmm. and you're just so um, encouraging, and I really appreciated hearing from you, and so it's been lovely to be in touch and see what you're doing, and now be live together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So, Natalie, how did you first become interested in holistic health, healing, and wellness? And when did you know that you wanted this to be your career and life? So, you know, it's funny. I think about I think about how I got started in health in general, and I really got started with the fitness aspect. 
So I started with yoga classes, and I have to admit that I was the person that would leave yoga class early when Shavasana started. So Shavasana is the last pose where you lay down, and now I understand it as the most important pose in yoga. But when I started as a 19-year-old, I would just skip it and think, I'm too busy for this. So it's been an interesting journey of starting out with the idea of staying physically fit and healthy and having that introduce Mm -hmm. me to mental health and being calm and meditative and still because that Mm -hmm. has not been part of my practice for so many years. It kind of happened. I was doing yoga for several years, and then finally I had a moment in Shavasana, the last pose, you know, laying there on the mat, and I felt such Mm -hmm. a state of deep relaxation, and I finally Mm -hmm. understood to experience, right, and to feel deep rest and then understand, like, oh, this is what it feels like to rest and not move and be distracted, And then I've been diving deeper into that ever since and getting more into meditation and mindfulness, sound healing, and just ways that I can help my busy mind relax. Um, I'm a type A personality that's kind of always go, go, go. I'm also kind of a perfectionist. And as a school teacher as well, the work is kind of never ending, as I'm sure a lot of people Mm -hmm. can relate to. So having Mm -hmm. a, a time and a place where I can give myself permission to relax was a big shift for me. Mm, That's huge. And so when did you know that you wanted this to be your career and life, Natalie? You know, it's really interesting because I almost don't even think of it as a career because a lot of us in the health and wellness field might also get a little conflicted about actually taking money for these types of services because we should all have free access to health and wellness. So that's mm-hmm. been a relationship in it, in and of itself. And mm. I am happy as well that I have my school teaching and other work. So I'm able to do this work and, without the thought of money, and that actually creates more abundance and flow because I'm not stressing about trying to make ends meet with my business. And because mm. of that, I feel like it just naturally does. You know, my focus is on the health and the wellness and spreading the word to other people and making it accessible and available because we all deserve rest and relaxation and a little bit of peace from our own minds. Yeah, it grew organically. You know, the more I did it, I think also John helped me as well because he's owned his own business for over 16 years. So having him as a partner, he really brings in the business knowledge and the business side. Mm-hmm. And so we have a really good complementary relationship as co-founders. Mm-hmm. I love that, Natalie. And I think it's great because since you're not having to be stressed about you know, let's get tuned in in your yoga and and your sound healing and all the meditation and all the wonderful services you offer. Since you don't have to be stressed about that being your full-time job, I feel like because of that, you're able to do it as you love it. And then obviously that's not to say we don't want to be able to receive from what we do, but it sounds like what you're saying, the greatest receiving from you is what you're able to bring to others and also the growth and the healing that you're able to experience. Exactly. It's it's really been a blessing to have this kind of 
support just all around with John as my partner in the business and partner in life. Mm -hmm. And then having the knowledge of being a school teacher, I feel like works perfectly with this new career path of helping educate people on the benefits and the powers of sound healing and mindfulness and meditation. So it's mm. it just worked out really organically. And, you know, when I'm a big believer of just trusting in letting everything come into place as it should. So as mm. you know, I've traveled and lived in many places, and I don't plan what I'm going to do or where I'm going to go next. And I don't stress about it because I know that, if I stay in alignment with what I enjoy, what I'm passionate about, the next steps will most just show up. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so good. I love that. So, Natalie, what are some misconceptions that people have about holistic health, yoga, and meditation? Well, you know, there's so many misconceptions, and I think it's okay to have those as well. And I encourage people to question and be skeptics. And some people think, you know, it doesn't work or there's no science behind it, which there actually is. And then other people might think that it's more aligned with a specific religion and they have to align with that religion. So I think what I would want to let people know is that these practices, they're for everybody. You can have whatever belief system you have. It all works within it. And if you are more of a science-minded person, there is so much upcoming science and research around meditation, around sound healing even now starting to emerge. So my Mm. encouragement to people, if they have any ideas is just to go try it, you know, and Mm -hmm. I've heard from people when I mention meditation, I guess here's a big misconception, you know, people say, I just can't relax. I I just can't, Mm. my mind is always thinking. And what I say is, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're human. (laughs) So it's okay (laughs) that your mind is thinking that that's what your mind Mm -hmm. is supposed to do. So like you're, you're a Mm -hmm. functioning human and and your body and mind is working great. Our mind isn't meant Mm. to turn off completely. So a misconception might be that you're only meditating if you don't have a single thought. And that's not true Mm. at all. So there's so many ways we can find meditation. And for some people, it might be doing something they love like running. And for others, it might be a more traditional seated posture. So there's so many Mm -hmm. ways to kind of get into that relaxation. And what I love about sound healing in particular is that it helps those of us that have those really busy minds and we think, Mm -hmm. oh, I can't slow down and I can't really encourage my mind to be still and more quiet. But in fact, Mm. the sound almost does the meditating for us, which is really cool. Mm. I think of the sound as like a vacuum and it's just kind Mm -hmm. of sucking away the clutter of our mind. And Mm. we might still have some thoughts here and there, but we don't get stuck in them. We don't go down the rabbit hole and we allow ourselves to just be with what is. And when we surrender in that way, we can invite more relaxation in. It seems, though, that a lot of people think meditation is either just making an om sound, which obviously is a part of meditation, or they said, like, you think it's just thinking nothing and having your thoughts be blank. But 
really, I love etymology, and one of the definitions of, one of the synonyms of meditation is actually pondering. And so people actually are meditating all day long, even whether they like it or not or whether they know it or not. <laughs> what are we pondering on? <laughs> you know, so I, I love, love it. Yeah. And that's exactly mm-hmm. true. And I think, you know, hearing you say that, it makes me think of just bringing our awareness to the thoughts right? So we can't always choose what thought is going to pop in our head. You know, our thoughts mm-hmm. can pop up, but, but we can choose whether we're going to give them attention or not. So when we use something like chanting OM or listening to a crystal singing bowl or a gong, we're giving our mind a, a tool so it can listen to the sound or it can hear the vibration of OM And it kind of gives it a little path, like, here, walk with me, and let's just take a break Mm. from those busy thoughts. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is one of the most encouraging testimonials you've seen or received over the years from one of your students, one of your workshops, someone in your life with what you do? So something that comes to mind is, John and I, we had a little booth at a music festival, and we were giving tuning sessions. So we were using tuning forks on people's bodies and having them listen to the tuning forks. And it was about a 10 to 15-minute session. They would lay down, and then, you know, it's a short amount of time. And one of the guests said that, his wife is a masseuse and he gets massages all the time and that he's never been more relaxed even in an hour massage or in any other place than he had been in that 10 minute tuning fork session. Mm -hmm. And so to me that was really powerful. And even just the other day I played some crystal bowls for another person who teaches meditation and wanted to expand her offerings she said it was the best relaxation she's ever had, and she had such deep rest in, in literally just 10 minutes. So I think mm. for me, that's the most powerful when I know that that people have received relaxation and rest in such a short amount of time and not thinking that it was possible either, you know. And these are mm. people that are the other woman she's a meditation teacher she's a yogi and you know it happens to be so when we're when we give a lot too we forget to take time to receive as well so mm-hmm. being given that space and hearing how relaxed the, they've been that they haven't felt that relaxed in so long is so special because once we can relax that deeply then the body starts to heal and repair itself Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. Natalie, you're passionate about working with youth, specifically teenagers and school. Tell us about this passion and what are you doing to empower and inspire young people? Well, I, as a school teacher, of course, I'm passionate about teaching uh, the future generations. And having taught in so many schools, something that I'm I'm really passionate about is bringing in more of that social-emotional learning, which can be missing from a lot of schools. You know, it's great if we're learning math and science. We don't know how to 
deal with our emotions or challenging times or communicate with people or show ourselves some love when we're having challenges, especially as teenagers, right? We go through so many emotions. So Mm -hmm. giving that education, and I'd love to see it done at even as early as kindergarten. You know, I think that some schools are doing it and there's many that aren't. So how do we Mm -hmm. sort of get everybody on board to know that social emotional learning is just as important as math Mm -hmm. and reading and science? And I would argue it's even more important because that's Mm -hmm. what we need is connection to ourselves and connection to others. And Mm. so I, my hope is to just one school at a time, maybe connect with my fellow teachers um, just to spread that importance, that education, that we need to also focus on the inner world and not just the outer world. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is it's been proven and shown that when the person's inner world, they're receiving more healing and growth and care, they're actually going to be able to learn a lot easier and faster, retain information, and they'll find themselves excelling in other areas of life. Of course. And the same with play, too, you know, so we need play and Mm -hmm. fun. And that can also Mm -hmm. be a misconception about health and healing and wellness is we have to be so serious and it Mm -hmm. can be feel restrictive, but it shouldn't. It Mm -hmm. should be fun and playful and explorative. There's no one size fits all. It's just one big exploration of what works for one person and talking about it and sharing resources and ideas. So I I love listening to teenagers talk about their experiences with yoga and meditation because they're, for one, they're brutally honest, right? So they're not Mm -hmm. going to sugarcoat things. If they don't like it, they'll let you know. And that's great because then it starts a dialogue. Like, why was that meditation challenging for you or, Tell us Mm. more about this experience. You know, it creates more dialogue, which then creates community and connection. So when I taught Mm. yoga at a high school in L.A., we always started with a community circle and shared reflection. Then we would do some practice and meditation. And I think just more of, of that because that's where all the magic is, when we can connect with each other as well as ourselves in the practices. Mhm, mhm. So let's talk about sound and meditation. And I'd love for you to share with us more about sound healing. And you know, after hearing your thoughts, I'd love to share with you as a you know, it's me being a professional singer and speaker, and how important you know the voice is of healing and expressing ourselves. Yes, you know, I I kind of almost want to jump right into that part right away because. Sure. As you know, as a singer, something about sound healing, it all overlaps, and your own voice is actually your most powerful sound healing instrument. So mm-hmm. some people might think that you have to go to a sound bath or you need a whole bunch of different tools, but even just singing in the shower or singing to yourself can create such feel-good hormones in your body. Right. As I'm Mm. sure you know, (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So that singing, mm-hmm. singing is a form of sound healing. And it, the more traditional way, maybe perhaps like a sound bath experience. Um, I'd love to share what that's about for anyone listening that's not really sure what a sound bath is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a sound bath, there's no water involved, but you basically get to lay down and get bathed in different sound vibrations. So it might be crystal singing bowls or gong, tuning forks or chimes or any other instruments that are played with the intention for health and well-being. And you just surrender to the experience. You allow your body to receive the sounds. And the sounds really move energy. So we all know mm. how we think of an opera singer might break the glass, right, with a, a, a mm-hmm. voice. And that's the mm-hmm. vibration. We can't see it with our eyes, but imagine mm-hmm. if we were in a pool right now and I pushed water towards you in the pool. You'd be able to see that water move towards you. And it's like right. that with sound, except it's invisible, right? But mm-hmm. you can kind of you see the if there's a loudspeaker with the bass, you see it moving. And there's experiments mm-hmm. now that actually show the movement of sound. So these sound Mm -hmm. waves are moving through you, and it could even happen digitally if you're listening to specific frequencies or binaural beats or other sounds. Your brain can get entrained to those frequencies Mm -hmm. as well. So there's so much that's going on in a sound bath from either feeling the physical vibrations or the entrainment of your actual brainwave frequencies encouraging relaxation. And what I love Mm. about it, too, which I think is a good selling point for people, is that you don't have to do anything as the recipient. You know, like, Mm. if you want to be fit and someone says go to yoga class, you're like, oh, but I actually have to go. I have to move. I have to stretch. (laughs) But in a sound bath, it's like you just get to lay down and enjoy and then feel deeply rested and refreshed. And I think that's what I love about it as as a go, go, go person. I feel like... I can lay down for an hour and receive a sound bath and then feel productive afterwards because I feel like I just gave my body and mind a really deep rest that it needed. Mm-hmm. Wow. That sounds incredible. I'm like, I'm ready for a sound bath now, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. We, 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 you know what? It's going to happen and it's coming in the future. It's going to be more popular. Just like right now there's yoga and meditation studios. Soon sound bath will not be such a foreign word. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many ways that people can receive. I believe that God's able to, God uses so many different ways for people to receive healing and the support and restorative care that they need. And I think, you know, sometimes it can be challenging for people because if it's not something like that is already mainstream, they look at it like it's foo-foo or they don't really want to believe it. But for me, I've learned over time to want to, you know, give different things a try and see, especially because I obviously love sound. I'm, I'm really into nature. I love, you know, so many different things about life that are very, very beautiful. And you never know how you could be able to experience, you know, relaxation, support, care, restoration, healing through any of those, you know, many different ways. Yeah, I love how you said that. And it's really about having an open mind because I believe that when you are open to a new experience, then that experience 
becomes more powerful. You're sort of getting out of your own way and just allowing mm-hmm. yourself to see what happens. And that can be so beautiful because when we can surrender that way and just trust, knowing that we're in a safe space and that the intentions are good, then we can really maybe find some peace. And if you you can bring in whatever your beliefs are, which is so beautiful. So people can bring in their own prayer. They can bring in God. Mm -hmm. They can bring in what comforts them and feels good. And that can be all Mm -hmm. part of the experience. Nothing has to be Mm -hmm. excluded or exclusive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's so great, too, because, you know, being a professional singer and speaker and then mentoring and counseling a lot of students and people over the years, you see how a person's voice, like their actual speaking voice and the inner voice that's connected with their speaking voice are such a huge part of a person's being. And you can just see it on a person when they talk about whether if they felt growing up they couldn't speak up or they didn't feel confident in their voice, or even me just telling mm-hmm. my students, like, they want to they want to train and rehearse with me, but they don't want to practice at home. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to help you if you don't practice? They're like, well, I'm scared I'm not going to sound good. I'm like, well, we don't know what's going to come out unless you give yourself a try, <laughs> you know, and just, mm-hmm. just allow yourself to sing, allow yourself to just feel the, the music and, and what you're doing it without judging yourself so harshly. And so you can definitely see how that art, a person's throat, you know, which obviously we know that was one of the chakras, but a person's like throat and their voice, inner and outer voice, is a huge part of, of a human being's, you know, the way we can feel about ourselves and how we can think and, and see life. And so I always love being able to help bring people healing and freedom in that. I love, love everything you just said, and especially just how you said allow them to see what comes out and encouraging them to let go of that judgment and we need more uh, voice teachers like you please because Mm -hmm. I find that in the west in western culture you know and you probably see this with a lot of your students with just the examples you gave me is we're shy about our voices and we think that they're going to sound bad or off key. I can't tell you how many people share a similar story to me about trying out for choir in sixth grade and, you know, basically being mm-hmm. told I can't hold a note and and then thinking as a sixth grader, internalizing this feedback from this one person that's the professional, mm-hmm. right? Because they're the choir teacher, like, oh, I can't sing. I shouldn't even try. No mm-hmm. one wants to hear my voice. And so many of us share that that sort of past conditioning. And it took me a long time to to realize, like, wait a second, that was just one person. And that's not the truth about my voice. So mm. having that encouragement from teachers like you is so special. So thank you so much for that because the voice is mm. scary, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and we're, we're all our own worst critics. So when we have someone mm-hmm. supporting us and cheering for us and letting us know it's okay, however you sound, like we're working on it and whatever we're working with is already beautiful and we're just making it even mm-hmm. more beautiful. And you mm-hmm. probably see that, that that happens more when we can rest and relax, right? We don't feel self-conscious mm-hmm. or judged. And then the voice opens up. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it like literally my students get shocked. They're like, I didn't even know I had that in me. And it's crazy to see how human beings experience 
so much of the same thing, no matter mm-hmm. what race or background mm-hmm. they are, what age they are. Mm-hmm. I have my youngest student, who's like my number one, one of my number one fans, she's like five years old. And for her to be dealing with, have struggled with anxiety and perfectionism at five, and then to see students at 11 struggling with anxiety and perfectionism, and then people in their 20s, 40s, 50s. And I'm like, man, it doesn't matter what age they are that they could be processing through this. And so helping them to break through those barriers has been exciting. And, you know, I want to share about the beautiful tuning forks that you and John gifted me recently. I am so thankful, and it has been a true blessing. And as I was sharing with you earlier, I'm looking forward to continuing having this be a part of my daily regimen and practice. And tell us um, tell us more about the tuning forks and, and what you do within those Yeah. Practices. So the tuning forks that you have, it's, you know, it's really wonderful because I don't have a musical background to begin with. So I've really come at all of this from the sound healing perspective and less from the musical background. So, you know, people with a musical background know that tuning forks are used to tune different instruments, right? Or you can use Mm -hmm. that key or note to tune an instrument back to its natural tune and our human body is like an instrument and just like a Mm. guitar or a piano we get out of tune and that's just life you know we're never going to be in tune that would be that wouldn't be real life (laughs) you know we get out of tune from stress the environment communication whatever it may be and so the Mm -hmm. tuning forks that we sent you they were created by a physician as well as a classical pianist so the creator has this dual sort of background where he's in the science field but also so deeply in love with music and the arts and these tuning forks are a beautiful way to help us tune our human instrument so the tuning Mm. forks we sent you are a c and a g which create a perfect fifth or a harmonic fifth And that's a very Mm. soothing interval. And so what that does when we chime the two forks and we put the C to one ear and the G to one ear, we hear that beautiful harmonic sound. And it is Mm. resetting our nervous system to come back into balance and homeostasis because that tone is so soothing, right? And we've heard other Mm. tones that – or sounds that are more dissonant or kind of like the tension in a song. And this is Mm -hmm. the opposite of that. This is that release, that relaxation, that resolution. That's like the exhale of a deep breath for our nervous system. So Mm -hmm. I love how everything is so connected. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right, Natalie. Tell us about your sound healing trainings and what you're currently working on or have coming up. All right. Yeah. So our biggest passion is education. We want to empower people to use these tools for themselves and for others, right? So the goal is to share this with as many people as we can in hopes that they share it with more and it increases well-being and relaxation and less stress for everyone. So we do sound healing trainings that are either in person here in California or we also offer Mm -hmm. a few online trainings. And we're just now Mm -hmm. 
sort of um, reconfiguring some of our training so that people can do a training just on the tuning forks or they could do trainings with the crystal singing bowls, trainings on how to play gongs. And what we do Mm. is we teach about the science of sound. We teach how to play the instruments, the different techniques, as well as how to hold the space and lead guided sessions for others. And as I said, Mm -hmm. we're just so passionate about sharing this with others because the more people that have these tools, it's just going to mean more happy and healthy and relaxed people. And I think, I think we can all agree Mm -hmm. the world could benefit from that. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I a hundred percent agree. So you have a special little surprise for us as we're going to be wrapping up our episode soon. Can you share it with us and and release your surprise? (laughs) Yes. So, dear listeners, I invite you to just close your eyes for a moment, as long as you're not driving or anywhere we're operating (laughs) a vehicle. And just listen for a moment to these chimes. Take a deep breath in. Maybe sigh on the exhale. (sighs) So that's just a little sneak peek of one of these beautiful specialized instruments we use, these chimes that they just bring most people back to feeling like a carefree child running through a field of flowers. (laughs) Mm. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Natalie. And I just want to take a moment to honor and celebrate both you and John because you have been, uh, quote, unquote, ahead of the curve, or I would say you were, you both are visionaries and to see that you have been moving forward in this for years now and that it's been something that's been on your heart and to see you continuing to press forward in this dream and in this desire and passion has been very exciting. And I, I join you and to see just how much joy you both have and you spread and share with others through your everyday life and through your services you offer and just through you being you is such a blessing and gift. And just want to let you know that I celebrate you in that and support you. And I'm excited to see you continue to move forward. And like you said, for it to become even more well-known and for people to receive sound healing and, and meditation into their lives. Well, thank you so much. And I have to say you, I want to say thank you for being you because you spread so much light and love and positivity. And every time I see anything that you post or produce or put out, it just brings a huge smile to my face. You're always uplifting others. Mm. Just having me on this show is such a blessing. You're to share this with the world and the voice lessons that you're doing and the work that you do with kids. I am just so I'm just smiling and I've been smiling this whole Thank time you. we've been talking because Ditto. <laughs> this is what this is what we need and I'm I'm mm-hmm. just so so encouraging to meet other people who share these passions and bringing out people's voices and it's so healing and beneficial. So thank you for including both of us and 
and for all your positivity. Yes. <laughs> You're an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Ditto. So I'm looking forward to seeing how we're going to collaborate more in the future. I know it's just a matter of time, and time is on our side. So, Natalie, please let everyone know how they can stay updated with your happenings, your workshops, classes, community work, and more. All right. Well, it's pretty easy because our business is called Let's Get Tuned, right? Our body is an instrument. We want to get tuned. Let's get tuned.com. Instagram, let's get tuned. If you want to reach out, email, let's get tuned at Gmail. So all the ways, let's get tuned. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to the very beautiful, lovely, and delightful Natalie Teichman for being on this special episode of the Sade Champagne Show. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in. And I'm excited for y'all to learn more about this and to get it into your life. Thank you so much to Grind Hard Radio and also to 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm Sade Champagne, and we will see you again soon for a brand new episode. I'm Sade Champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm Sade Champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm Sade Champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. The champagne. We're anchored in hope. The Shade Champagne Show. And we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration. Shade Champagne. Shade Champagne. Welcome to the Shade Champagne Show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.